0: Welcome everyone to the podcast, Soccer is Life. My name is Karim. Axel speaking here, welcome everybody. Champions League review, let's go. Europa League as well, man.
1: Europa League as well, I guess. I mean, uh, you're
0: going to be in the in Europa League uh, next year, bro. pre like, Europa have, League. Uh, have some humility, uh, you Come know. On. Respect have, the Europa League, bro. Then we're not, not going to talk about United next year. That's, that's, that's what I what I guess is. so. Uh. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I know you don't want to talk about United, but you know... I love to talk about United. You can cover United if you want. I'll I, cover I'll whoever's for, playing uh, United. All right. All Let's right. do that. I'll, I'll do a special episode every Thursday. Go ahead, covering, man. you know. Be my guest. All right, man. Um, so, yeah. You know, the first thing that we mentioned together is uh, it looks like they, you know, didn't play for a yeah, few weeks. Yeah, um, they got to sort it out, I It's like they were fasting for Ramadan.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so this is a, in my opinion, this is a... This is a Premier League problem to solve. It's not a UEFA problem. Because, um, you know, it's been a couple of years that the final is like late May, early June. And the Premier League always ends on May 12 every year. I know this because it's always my Mother's Day
0: and blah, 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 blah. Second all, week. Second week of May. It's always the second weekend or. Always May 12. I mean, next year is May 13, but... Yeah,
1: exactly, yeah, second, yeah. So that weekend, the, 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 whatever is the Mother's Day weekend, yeah. it's always that one. Um, and you could see that, uh, you know, these teams haven't played in three weeks. I mean, I know that uh, uh, Liverpool played uh, Benfica B, the B team of Benfica uh, behind closed doors. Um, I don't think Spurs did any kind of match, uh, at least not that I know of, um, I heard about the Liverpool one on Twitter. I'm not sure if that's true, but I would think oh, that Oh, I, I,
0: I, I never read about it. I was like, that's yeah. means... No, no, I, I heard that they,
1: they played the, the B team of uh, Benfica. Okay. Uh, you got to check that out, because I think that's fairly true. The guy who said that he interviewed club, he interviewed the, uh, Robertson. He's been in their camp um, a lot of the time, so uh, my guess is that it's, it's probably correct. But... Um, yeah, I mean, I was expecting to see uh, a wild game. I mean, we had also uh, foreseen this, that this, is, this was going to happen, uh, you know, three weeks without, you know, match rhythm. Uh, it's, it's just, it's not the same. And it's been, what, the last time that an English team was in the final was, uh, what was that, 20, 2012? No, I guess last year, Liverpool.
0: Yeah, Liverpool were there. But last year it was two weeks and next year is going to be two weeks. Uh, between the last game of the Premier League and the final of the Champions League. Well, you have the next uh,
1: you have the date of the next Champions League final already? Yeah,
0: well, right? yeah, yeah. What is what is it? It's uh, May 31st. May 31st? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well Yeah, I mean that's that's what is it two days or before? May 30 something like that But um, I, ch- I, ch- I, I checked it on purpose because I remember last year it was it wasn't three weeks mm. last year It was about like uh, 14 days um, and then next year also, it's gonna be in the same range, yeah. uh, not spanning into three weeks. This year it was an exception that, I, I don't know, it yeah. expanded for three weeks. For me, the perfect um,
1: weight is 10 days max. 10 days max, 10 days gives you the time to really rest and uh, you know, get rid of like some uh, muscle you know, discomfort that you may have and uh, also gives you time to train properly. You know, One week, I think, is even better. <laughs> Um, because it keeps you in that rhythm uh, everybody like is 7 days It's sharp yeah 7, seven days, days. yeah perfect. exactly yeah. perfect um, so I mean, the it looked, I mean
0: it looked, it looked like a uh, preseason preseason game no you know? I mean I wouldn't go that far hey man I put it as a preseason game period. Yeah, because um, maybe it's because of the atmosphere that I'm saying that because <laughs> um, the atmosphere was not yeah, yeah. Now, the Europa yeah.
1: League, that was fucking preseason now. I mean. Oh okay. my god. We're going to talk about at that. At least they
0: had, they had, you know, how many goals? It was what? 3 1 4 1? Bro, come on. That was like. Uh, but they, they at, at least. Freaking
1: Zimbabwe versus Burundi national I team mean, or something. I,
0: the, the first half of the Europa League was really disappointing, and then, you know, we saw some goals. In Everything in the won
1: Europa League was super disappointing. Number one, the stadium was. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't like the quality Did of the stadium. It
0: no? It was empty, no?
1: It was empty, yeah. So th- that's no, that's. yeah. It was so what they do, you know, because you know it's a it's a state that you know likes their control over everything a little bit, you know. Yeah. Um. So I think the lowest tickets were going for thirty euros, which might seem very low for us, but for the the, the regular person there, that's you know that that could be like five days of eating or something yeah. like that. Uh, so it's a rich country, as in the state is rich, like they have oil money. Uh, but the population doesn't really see that um, Like in many countries around the world What I know is that the stadium was and the fans uh, did
0: not, did not, did not travel Not as many fans th- there traveled were, There
1: were complications around the travels Very, very, very few people got direct flights from London, let's say Because yeah. the two teams that were playing uh, are based in London uh, I believe 3,000 Arsenal fans traveled And only 600 or so uh, Chelsea fans traveled uh, when I say these numbers, these are like
0: when you compare it to like a sixty thousand Liverpool fans traveled from Liverpool yeah, exactly. to Madrid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this is that's a, that's that's into perspective. That's,
1: that's that's whatever. That's official. That the that you know, whichever tickets that were purchased by by fans yeah. like from the okay. club directly. Okay. Uh, okay. So obviously, I'm sure there's a lot more people, but those are the numbers that we have. Uh, And, you know, the flights were horrible. Some people had to fly through freaking Istanbul, stop in Georgia, and then get to Baku. So, I think it was disgusting. Um, And I don't like the stadium, the Olympic Stadium format. I don't like the fact that, I like when the fans are closer to the pitch, uh, closer to the players. Mm -hmm. When you have that whole track circle around it, it's just, ah, I really don't like it at all. Uh, So, it was disappointing to see the stadium like that. Um, but you know, we'll talk about that after the Champions League. Let's talk about the, the, the yeah, t-
0: let's get into the tactical, technical, yeah. So, analysis, Liverpool
1: champion, uh, six time in a six time, um, uh, total, I guess, uh, third now behind uh, Real Madrid and AC Milan. Uh, AC Milan. Yep, uh, club finally gets his hand on this uh, trophy, uh, has been in the final three times now, one with Dortmund, twice with Liverpool. Uh, I mean, what I'll say is that this is a culmination of uh, an unbelievable season from Liverpool. Uh, obviously, I already said I was disappointed with the the content of the match, but you know, I, I told you that I wanted to see the the Liverpool that played uh, against Barcelona and uh, the Tottenham that plays against uh, Manchester City. Those are the two sides that I think I wanted to, that I think everybody wanted to see. Uh, really, you know, all out action. Uh, but it was fairly disappointing, you know. Also the game was ruined uh, because there was a penalty like so early on but at the same time there was so much time to make up for that penalty uh, so no excuses for Tottenham uh, and indeed that was a penalty in my opinion um, but I feel like you know players like Sisoko for example they, they just like dropped their head as soon as that penalty took place you know like he, he felt so guilty now he wanted to like run around everywhere be everywhere at the same time yeah. which is the most inefficient thing you can do Uh, in a football match uh, trying to beat three people at the same time um, you will end up doing nothing as opposed to if you stay in your lane uh, doing the percentage that you could have done now you're gonna just do nothing so that's what I thought Um, you know also I thought that Spurs was just like far less clinical then Liverpool, uh, you know, they had far more possessions. Uh, I think they didn't even have more chances. They had like eight, yeah, more, more shots, more shots on goal, more eight possession. shots on, on target.
0: Six, I mean, they had basically 60% sixty percent possession, 65 percent possession, um, so. eight
1: shots on target versus three shots on target for Liverpool. Three shots converted into two goals, including one penalty. So it was really poor um, from uh, from Tottenham. So in my opinion, Allison was brilliant. But he was best goalkeeper in the world, man. He was equally uh, brilliant as Spurs was poor. Uh, you see a player like Divo Origi, first chance, first goal, boom, dispatch. And then you see players like Son. even though he was
0: horrible, you know that Origi, all his passes were missed passes when he came on. he, oh, yeah? he was, he was, he was horrible, man. Bro, he was many, the worst many, player. But then when when it was time to finish, how many he he, he got it? I mean, yo, I, got, I, don't, I don't know what kind of luck this guy has, but he has. Six. When he came on. He was horrible.
1: He right. has six crucial goals this year or something like that. Two against Barcelona, one in the fucking final, Yeah, one against uh, one Everton, against Everton yep. and another one against... It was in the last... In the uh, League or something. No, no, it was, the, it was in the Premier League still, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Newcastle, Newcastle, but it wasn't like
0: it, it was his goal. It was an own goal, but it was... But yeah, he was there. He, you know, he was, he was, if he <laughs> like was Kane, he would have claimed it and it would, it exactly, would have yeah, been his goal. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I was disappointed <laughs> with that, but, you know, congratulations yeah. to Liverpool. Um, what I would say is that I mean, if you look at the tactics, right? Liverpool, um, you know, they played have... as
0: usual. I think, man. I mean, usual, no, right. they didn't play five. as usual. But I mean, they, are are starting eleven, uh, I a, sorry,
1: a... were starting eleven was all the same yeah. for me. The same. The only difference I would say um, for Liverpool was that they, they had a lot more long passes. Yeah. Um, they, had a, they had like Maybe yes. double because So I saw a stat Normally they have Like they average 21 long passes Across the game Yeah In the final They had 63 Long passes Why? Because Tottenham Was playing such a High defensive line uh, Just like Barcelona Was playing a defensive line Against Liverpool If you play a li- high Defensive li- line Against Liverpool And your keeper Is not a sweeper
0: Keeper like that Oh yeah um, Luis is way far From a sweeper I mean you're yeah. gonna
1: get You're gonna get done uh, because time and time again, you see Virgil or Matip hitting those long balls, Andres on the times when he's in the mid in the midfield, hitting those long balls, looking for Mane or Salah, and then Mane or Salah, they're they're just on their horse immediately, you know. So they did that a couple of times, um, and the Tottenham defense was cut um, um, out of position time and time again. Um even the first goal the way it happened I mean when when Mane uh, kicked
0: that ball and then um yeah I mean b- before the hand. first goal uh, b- before exactly the first penalty the first goal um there was a couple of uh, in the air challenges that uh, that Tottenham lost all of them Yeah uh the ball was going back and forth but Tottenham was losing every challenge in the air until the penalty came so mm. it was you know from from the get go they were they were just below Liverpool, man. Like, even if you look at the first 30 seconds, they lost all the challenges in the air and, and you know, yeah. conceived the penalty.
1: Yeah, conceived the penalty. And, you know, usually when this happens... It's so interesting, like, how... I mean, I've said this a lot of times uh, on the podcast, like, how, you know, football is just like boxing. It's just like dancing. It's, you know, I take you here, you bring me here. Like, if 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 if, if there's 100%, I take 50 you have 50 to take. You know, 50 is available. If I take 70, you only have 30, and so on and so forth. Like, once this goal happens, basically, the last three weeks that Tottenham worked on, whatever they worked on, and maybe this is like a little dramatic because it happened so early in the game. Yeah. But whatever they worked on, basically, it's out of the window because they got to rethink all over again. Imagine getting into a Champions League final one down already. That's basically what happened, right? Yeah. Uh, despite that, I think that you know Spurs still had loads of possession and had so many chances to put the ball um, inside the net. I mean, one thing that I like from uh, Tottenham as far as tact tac- tactics, they were playing um, like a weird front four, right? Uh, what I saw on the field, I saw Kane um, and Ericsson as like the front two, and then Son and Dele Alli on both both wings. And what they did, one one fullback. Uh, went pushed up with them, you know, just one fullback at once. So you know, if they were on the right, then it was uh Kieran Trippy. If they were on the left, then it, was, then it was Danny Rose. Because what happened time and time again, that actually gave problems to uh, the Liverpool defense. Um, there were there were you know four against four, you know, four uh, the front four against Liverpool back four. But then they will have one of the fullback who overlaps, so that the fullback of Liverpool will be you know one versus two position. Um, situation all the time uh, and all the time it happened you know, Deleuze was party, pa- passing the ball back to Eriksen um, you know, they all have, they all had these cutbacks that resemble uh, Manchester City a little bit but they failed to capitalize on these uh, occasions they passed it back sometimes, they wasted the balls they had so many like important passes that they missed to see, yeah, I, I was disappointed with a player like Eriksen for example, for me he was just not him not himself at all Dele Alli, I've, I've, I've been disappointed with him for the last two years in a row. Uh, I mean, it's just like right, this is a player who's just living on status still. Uh, just like Rooney in the last uh, years of his career in the in the Premier League. He just has a name. And, you know, at least Rooney, he had Champions Leagues, he had Premier Leagues. This guy has nothing. Um, so he got to get his act together. Um, you know, Son had a couple of good chances, but, you know, he wasn't. Um, his usual self. You know, I, I was disappointed with Winks as well. Uh, Sisoko I said I was disappointed because
0: he felt that he had to like overcome so much that in the end he didn't do anything at all. I think um, Pochettino, for me, Pochettino started with the, with the wrong formation. Um, I think he, coming into the game, uh, first of all, I, I don't know how you can leave Lucas Mora out. After he scored an amazing hat trick and he stepped up the whole game against Ajax, mm. uh, with all the team just watching him do his magic, um, so I think it was unacceptable to leave Lucas on the bench. That's number one. Number two, I think what? with with two, two, with with what two he had two months off, I think no way you would have played Harry Kane from the start. Mm. I think Pochettino had a lot of. Uh, peer pressure of like, how can you go into the biggest game of your life, the biggest game in the history of Tottenham, and, and leave? And leave you exactly. So for me, it was a big, big mistake to play Harry Kane and not play Lucas Mora. I think Harry Kane should have came came out of the bench. Uh, and, and, and it was actually a good opportunity when you're trailing 1-0 after the penalty to bring Harry Kane in the second half I think he was not fit at all and was not ready at all to play the whole 90 minutes And now that you're trailing 1-0, you cannot take him off, mm-hmm. right? You, you want to score goals, he's, he's your best scorer I think Harry Kane should not have taught it and Lucas Moura should have played um, you know, again, De Ali, as you said, we have been disappointed with him for for the past two years. I know he's uh, so he's shit, so. he's one of Pochettino's soldier uh, soldiers, and that's why he likes to play him, and that's why he wanted to play with his regular formation, and he wanted to include De Ali in. So, but so you know, again, that was a mistake. Uh, on, on the other hand, I think Klopp uh, was really his he, he was unusual in the way he reacted. I think it was really good to to do those uh, changes early in the second half. Um, I think Firmino It was decided In Prehens That he's only gonna play 60 minutes Mm. And that was brilliant In the Mm. 57th minute He went out Um, And then he made A second change Where he took Wijnaldum And bring Milner in Uh, Usually throughout The the, the year Or or how club you Always like He he likes to You know Take time With with, with his substitutions But I think It was brilliant For him To make the changes Because at 1-0 And how his team looked uh, It would have been Really really dangerous So I think uh, you know, Pochettino it was his worst game tactically and I think Klopp learned from his mistakes before mm-hmm. and made early changes into the game and I think it was brilliant to, to decide to, to really only give sixty minutes to Firmino because even Firmino who who was only out for a couple weeks was not able to play the ninety minutes. He was just poor well. ju- you know, just imagine how Harry Kane w- in, in, in in you know in what in what form was Harry Kane in. Mm-hmm. And and you make him start? Cool. Yeah, big mistake. I mean, obviously, yeah,
1: that, that that was gonna, that was always gonna be the point of conversation as far as uh, Spurs go, uh, because you know it's Harry Kane, blah blah. He, you feel like he has to play a final. Look, the way I look at this is that it's easy to say this. Oh, you know, I, I, I agree uh, with what you said, but at the same time, it's easy to say it after the final has been played. You know, because on another on another day, you know, he could have scored one or two goals. I mean, it's true he hasn't played in one month and a half. And you know maybe Lucas Moura has done enough to show that he deserves to play in the final. But my opinion is also that on a normal day, on paper, Lucas does not start a game um, in the in the in the in the Spurs lineup. You know maybe may, maybe this time around, you know they could have done something different because you know Kane has been out for
0: so long. Yeah, but man, on paper, like maybe could game. On then paper, then Kane... I think Lucas is over. Dele Alli, especially after his performance this year, and, and, and not the Ajax game. Yeah, I mean, like I'll, this I'll, year, he. I would take Lucas Moura over Dele Alli any day, man. Yeah, I'll give you that because you know, you know, because I mean, I Dele Alli is just a player
1: that I don't rate right now. <laughs> I don't know where he's been the last two years. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I was disappointed with all because he should have been the guy to, like, he he takes responsibility. I was disappointed in Ericsson a lot as well. I mean, do, do
0: you remember how Son played against Ajax? He was—he was—it was one of his worst games, and it was—it was a really big occasion. So um, maybe he, he hes not in in the zone yet, where w- w- when you're playing the biggest game of your life, you're able to step up. And that's what Lucas Moura proved. You know, I remember Son was horrible against Ajax. He was—he was losing the ball. He was—he was giving—he was—he was giving—he was, he was giving, he, he had a lot of mispasses it wasn't his day and Lucas Mora stepped up and you know again Son was not as bad as against Ajax but he, he failed to, st- to step up to the occasion
1: mm. yeah I mean what I'll say is that you can I mean you, you, you can see what's the team that has that was in the final last year you know uh, there's one team that approached the game with experience with maturity oh. uh, with a certain calmness around the game you know like being constantly under pressure but you know just resisting I mean Van Dyke uh, I didn't see him on the floor the whole game always standing tall uh, quick as ever I mean he's so like deceptively quick like you see him cause he's so tall
0: yo at some point I, uh, did you see when when I thought Son was gonna take him over yeah when Son he, was was about to accelerate sprints, and then last minute he, he sprinted and I got the Those ball are the, out that's, 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 that's how yeah. because
1: the, the legs are long so he can take like huge steps yeah and just basically boots out of the fucking uh, out of the fucking pitch he was brilliant yo um Virgil van Dyke. I mean he had eighty uh, percent he won eighty percent of his duels against the uh, Harry Kane. Uh these are error mm-hmm. duels, you know, that we're talking about. Okay. Uh I mean Harry Kane is what six
0: right, two? Harry Kane is an actor. Did Harry you, Kane is 6'2", Kane... but Virgil
1: is probably what six four, six five, I'll say the most. Yeah. I mean come on, that's not that's that's not big a difference. Uh you, you, you can't and I know you know Vir- Virgil van Dijk is on the top of the world right now. But if you're Harry Kane, you're the boy wonder, you're the promised guy, whatever that, you know, England has been talked about. I mean, you're probably going to be like a, the Prince of England at some point. Uh, basically, you know, English royalty. Uh, everything that you stand for, everything that we've seen you do, the way people talk about you, the way the media covers you. Yeah. That, that, was, that was not acceptable. That was not acceptable as well. Uh, so I was disappointed in him. I thought he was hiding, actually, in the fucking game. That's what I forgot to say. He was hiding. Okay. Normally, he yeah. drops deep, you know. Yeah, and, I, he didn't, and and he didn't I don't know if Pochettino is the one who told him to do this. Do not drop, but you know, because because you know, he, I mean, he was a number ten, right? Yeah. Uh, and this is more of like a symbol more than like the actual position that he plays. But I I, I, I feel like at times he actually plays the
0: number ten, especially when he's not getting the ball. When he starts getting, he the, ball, he getting the ball, he wasn't getting the ball this game, and he didn't drop. You're right. You're right. Drops deep. Right, he, drops right, deep. Man. he drops yeah. deep
1: all the time. You're right. You know, takes possession, recycles possession. Give it to some or Lucas Moro or Delielli, whoever's ahead of him. But this game he didn't he didn't do it. So I don't know if these were like specific uh, instructions from Pochettino or if he was just hiding. And if he and if it was a ladder, that would be extremely disappointing.
0: Very disappointing. Yeah, he wasn't fit. But you know, at the end of the day I think it's a big positive from the from Tottenham season uh, going into the Champions League final. Yeah, I mean, good, good experience um, for Liverpool. There. It was it was long due, um, uh, not long due, but you know, they, it was well deserved for the whole season that they played. Yeah, um, you know, it was an average game. But anything you want to add before maybe we move to uh, talk about some of the, of the Europa League stuff? No, no. I mean, you know,
1: I, I think now that uh, th- those. Liverpool players deserve a huge break. I mean, I saw the parade,
0: uh, all drinking. The thing is, they're probably. not getting a break. There's a, a you know, there is. Well, the uh, which country you're from. That's no, no, a, no. All the countries, Europe. They're doing their international work, whatever. Or the African players well, The League of Nations It's not all the, the countries league. It's just the, the countries oh. Are
1: qualified But right now They're uh, going to start uh, The semifinals. But Netherlands
0: are in I think The Netherlands are, are in England, uh, and England are in uh, No so. France are
1: not in actually
0: Okay so like All the, all the Liverpool players Basically are in bro um, The African players Are going to play The African Cup of Nations Yeah that's And true. then the The uh, 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 Latin American players are going to play the Copa America, America, so so you know I I don't know who's going to get a rest uh, uh, out of these players, but very few. I mean, they get two weeks at least, you
1: know, or something like that. You know, I'm sure that when they join their... which is not enough,
0: man, because last year they had the world, a lot of them had the World Cup, so on and so forth. So it never
1: stops. It it never stops. That's why, like, I mean, I mean, you know, FIFA does its best as far as like coordinating the calendar and uh, you know deciding, you know, when. Uh, which continent can host uh, their, their continental um, competition, you know, but it is what it is. I mean, sometimes you have players who go like four years in a row without having like proper, proper summer vacation. Yeah. Uh, and you know, sometimes it, it, it's good for them, sometimes it's super bad for them. Uh, when we got to Alexis Sanchez, we were complaining that you know he was so tired, it's been like four years in a row. You know, he had the World Cup, he had two Copa Americas in, in, in a row. Mm. Um, and then, you know, last summer, he had the entire summer, for, you know, free. And we said, okay, maybe that's when he's going to come good. But he still had horrendous injuries, yeah. still playing, like, worse than I would. Uh, so, you know, it, it depends, really. I mean, it's... On a mental point of view, at least, they will approach things differently. Uh, they, they've marked something off of their their, their buckets, bucket list, you know. I mean, you have players like uh, freaking Shaqiri or I mean, when could these? I, and I, I don't want to, like, you know. No, Shakiri is, is, is. I, I don't Shaqiri want to like set...
0: is his is his second Champions League, bro. I don't want to set the Shaqiri and Storage is their. Sec... Actually, Shakiri Yeah, because he was with he, Bayern Munich. He, he no. won with Bayern Munich. He was on the bench hitting come, uh, come on, and Storage was also on the bench with Chelsea and hitting hitting come on, and the same thing happened for this Champions League. Yeah. But so look, both Shaqiri... of these players won the Champions League twice. Of without course. you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, but but I'm sure that uh, Shakiri felt that he was more involved in this in the project this year. I mean, look at Shakiri. Yeah. When I say Shakiri, I mean look at his career. It's it's basically the, the contrary of what you want in your career. Um, if you take Liverpool out, he started Bayern, he started Basel, uh, which is good, and then he went up to Bayern Munich, and then Inter Milan, and then Stoke City, and you know, so it's like going down, 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 down yeah. a little bit. Uh, obviously, now he's on the up. But uh, no, I mean, there's like, you know, Andy Robertson, you know, who was at freaking Hall City, relegated two, three years ago. Yeah. So who could have thought that some of these players uh, would have won the Champions League, you know, so uh, big credit to Liverpool and club, uh, who's lost like six finals out of seven. So mentally, it takes a lot for, uh, for you to like get into the, the mood again. I mean, I heard his interview that, you know, uh, when he, he basically, you know, shouted out his family and how... You know it's, yeah they uh, have to suffer for that, that this is thanks to yeah. them as well you know I mean I know that people don't like to hear uh, millionaires complaining but you know if we stay just in the context of football and humanity basically this guy said you know I mean the last seven summers you know we my family and I we go on vacation uh, with a silver medal uh, and I can tell you that that's not cool at all so you know you're gonna be in the in vacation but you know as the coach you know, your family's gonna try to like enjoy themselves, you know, make you forget that the bad time that you had, but you're always gonna be in your mind like fuck if I had put Surridge over here and Shakira over there, maybe I could have done so, you know. Yeah. So like all kinds of scenarios are going through your head. So, you know, we call them this I, I call them the serial loser. Um, basically because that was the only bullet I had for him. Uh, but you know today
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna say congratulations to him because he, he deserved it for sure and his players. Alright man, um, Arsenal and Chelsea. You know what? What for me? What stands out in this game is just Ozil. I, I just want to talk about Ozil because. Uh, listen, I, I, I,
1: I wish mean, we had a. This was like an audio you know, bro, podcast. The a,
0: the average the you know you know that the average rating that he got from the English newspapers was like two point twenty eight for for his performance. Like I never seen this ever. Um, I think this. I, th- I think the summer should really be a defining summer. For Arsenal, again, uh, last year it was Winger leaving. I think this year is either you go with Unai Emery or you go with Ozil because you can't, you can't have both in the team right now. Um, but the
1: problem with Ozil is that who's going to buy him? Who's going
0: to... Nobody is going to...
1: Because his contract ends in 2021 or 2022. Yeah. Uh, nobody's going to buy him because... Yeah, I but mean, that, I mean that's as, the same as problem. Long, that, as long as he's no, not ready too. to re- reduce his salary, yeah. which is 350k yeah. pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Per week, nobody can afford that. Uh, and the only teams who can afford that, they will never go for him because he's 30 years old or 31. He's burnt. He hasn't played a single good game in two or three years. He plays Fortnite. I told you, I think he's, he's, uh, he's been uh, depressed for a couple of years, and, and that's that has affected his entire life. Um, I don't see what's the solution with, uh, with, uh, with Arsenal. The only solution that I see is Arsenal cutting their losses... And basically giving him to, sacking him and giving him twenty five million uh, payout for the rest of his contract. The, yeah, other, prob- that- the, the other problem for Arsenal, he, he, yeah. And this but is something that we can talk about. with you know, whenever we decide to to have another Arsenal fan on the on the on the podcast, is the fact that the owner, uh, freaking uh, Stan Kroenke, wherever his name is, he 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 he's running this like. Sustainable model, like business plan type mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. So we, so we've been hearing already that Arsenal's transfer budget this summer is going to be forty million pounds. Really? Five years ago, forty million pounds could couldn't be anywhere near enough. Yeah. You're talking about like clubs like Crystal Palace, who will probably have like sixty million pounds, fifty yeah. million pounds. Yeah. Um, as transfer, you know, you have Fulham last year who got uh, promoted to the Premier League and they spent a hundred million pounds. You can survive. Uh, In the Premier League, I mean, and and now you have teams who are basically going to challenge the top six equation. And I'm talking about the Leicester City, the fucking Wolves, you know, type team. So this is a warning to like actually United and Arsenal, those type of teams. Uh, Chelsea, I'm not really sure where they are. But right now there's actually, forget top four, there's a danger of you not even being able to make it in the top six if you don't invest the way some of the surrounding teams are investing, because right now the Premier League teams are receiving a lot of money from from TV rights. TV rights are, are, are at a uh, all time high. Yeah, but, but and teams have money. Teams have money. Teams are not bullied anymore to sell their best players like they were bullied once in a while um, to 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 sell their players to uh, Manchester United, Liverpool, Chelsea, or Arsenal. Now it's it's different. Now if you want a player. From a Crystal Palace, you gotta pay like seventy million pounds okay, at awesome. least, you yeah, know. Yeah. So I don't know what you're gonna do with uh, fifty million.
0: What about Chelsea, I mean? man? Uh, you know, looks like Azar is leaving. Ninety-nine. Azar is leaving. Um, uh, now Sadi might leave too. He might go to. I don't know if you have more info on. The I think reason. he will. on on your Italian, you know, side, bro, like, what's happening, man, give us some hints, is he going to Juventus for sure, what's happening? I think he's going to Juventus,
1: I've seen the reports, and I was talking to one of my uh, Chelsea friends earlier, um, who still doesn't quite believe that this is happening, Uh, but my, what I say is that, you know, I mean, look, I can't prove you what's right or what's wrong, what I can say is that over the years of following transfers, I have some people that are... More reliable than others. Okay. And then also as far as speculation. But what about the that, cra-
0: what about the crazy speculation like Pep have signed to Juventus four year Like those speculations are yeah, I mean, I, I, so, crazy. So, I don't know. So, what, so, so I think that's what, the, so what, think that's what the, about stuff. that as well, man. I wanna speculation
1: to that, that. that. Okay. Like I just haven't heard I just heard the speculation that's it. Okay. I haven't seen anything that makes me think that it could be might. right or wrong. Okay. okay. Uh I mean what if you just wanna close that out? If I talk sure. about I mean, is like probably the Highest paid manager in in Europe, because you know I don't know probably, what they, yeah. I don't know what they're getting yeah, out yeah, in yeah. China, no, Qatar, and all that. Yeah. Uh, so we're talking we're talking like over twenty. He's probably like getting twenty five million a year. He's I don't know years. if if yeah. Juve can pay that. You know they're already paying Ronaldo. They already paid his transfer fee. They already paid um, his uh, yearly salary, uh, yeah. which is around that that region as well. Uh, they lost on the Champions League uh, winner. You know pri- prize money, whatever. Uh, I mean, we're saying loss as if like more than one team uh, wins it. Yeah. Uh, so I, I like just from a financial standpoint, I don't see how it can happen. Okay. Now, I also know that if uh, Andrea Agnelli, who's the UV president, he has some kind of assurances that tell him that Guardiola is actually willing to make it happen, yeah. then I'm sure they will find funds somewhere, money, you know, because yeah, yeah. they have so much money. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's it. Uh, it's just speculation. Okay. In my opinion, Pep will stay there. No Sadi, uh, Chelsea. Sadi. so I think that it gets to a point where it's not about speculation anymore. It's just a matter of time. We've seen reports about uh, um, Marina Grav, I don't know her name, but she's basically a Chelsea uh, chairwoman, CEO. Mm. Um, so we've seen reports of her and uh, another UV chairman. Uh, meeting in Baku, when Chelsea was playing the final. Um, and I've also heard that, you know, Sarri after his final, you know, uh, he, he, he spoke to the Chelsea uh, higher-ups. And he said, look, I have a, an important, you know, offer from Juventus. And I, I think I want to leave, you know. And it was so weird because it was a weird stint for Chelsea and for Sarri because... It was a season of like highs and lows.
0: Obviously the finishes. Have you seen the videos before the final when when he when Hugh Wayne got mad in the training and there was yeah, another video where he Lewis. got mad and left the training Sa like left. Yeah the yeah. training, just before the final of the Europa League. Yeah. It's, he's a weird character. He's a he's it's a weird, weird character. It's man. weird because like up, 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 up to like
1: November, December, they were flying. Maybe December is too far. Up to like November. Yeah. I mean, they won like the first 14 games. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and they were winning in such style, you know. So that but was... They knocked
0: it. Liverpool out of the Carabao Cup. Exactly. On, so so that, that was the high. They were going high, high,
1: high. And obviously, when you go high, it can only be matched by when you go down. And the high was matched by the low. Um, and then they picked themselves up towards the end of the year. But to me, I mean, obviously they finished third and they won the Europa League. The Europa League, that's separate, and congratulations to them. But them finishing third is not... To me, it's just a reflection of how poor... Uh, Arsenal, United, and Tottenham were no, also like third, and I think like they were Chelsea. like twenty,
0: at least twenty points or twenty-five points. Yeah, behind. exactly. So, to Where, me, whereas at the beginning of the season, you would have you you would if if they followed the performance that they had at the beginning of the season, you would think that they will be fighting for the title with, yeah. with City and Liverpool.
1: Yeah. So, to me, it's a mess, really. And um, you know, I mean, I, it, the season has been so weird. Uh, so, I think that from from a Chelsea fans' perspective. They, they would not be mad if he stayed and, they, and, and at the same time they wouldn't be mad, be if, mad he if, went, he, if he, he left like as well, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I've seen from uh, Gianluca uh, Di Marzo um, who's basically a transfer guru, you know, well-connected in Italy. He has a huge network. Uh, one of the guys who worked for him, uh, Fabrizio Romano, I think. He's all over Twitter, so these are accounts that you guys can follow. And they always give out specific information what people don't need to understand, people who don't know... People who are not really familiar with transfers. Like, it's... it's the, the one thing you have to understand is that... It's not that these journalists are, like, hackers and, like, they hack into, like... Like, the team's, like, social media accounts yeah. or freaking um, internet to, like, see what's going on. No. These journalists get their news from players agents and directors like they're, the teams are the people who are involved in the transfer are directly feeding information um, to, to the journalists but, yeah but there,
0: there's always people who are around them who leak also they leak yeah leak. yeah they, they leak but, but the that's so
1: that, that exactly so it's on purpose you yeah. know it's, it's, it, when, when they say it's a leak it's it's not that it's
0: it's, something it's not that's, necessarily it's not uh, unwanted. Yes, it's not it's not, something it's that it's they not want. necessarily yes. Exactly, some, it's something it, that they want. It, you know? it, it can it can be yeah, it can be uh, it can be either way.
1: Yeah, and and they and they do these things to uh, sometimes uh, leverage their position. You know, you see time and time again a player, uh, let's say a player from Real Madrid, using a Manchester United uh, speculation to get yeah. themselves a new contract. You know, so when 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 Sergio, Sergio Ramos's agent says, oh, we're in talks with Manchester for, you know, a contract with Sergio Ramos, we know it's not going to happen, mm. but Madrid might see that and be like, damn, okay, maybe we're going to, you know, maybe we're going to speed up now and give this guy the money that he wants. When a player like Delite, uh Matias Delite, de uh, you know, who has an agent uh, in the name of uh, Mino Raiola, obviously, <laughs> when, when so we know that, you know, I don't know if you've been hearing recently the past uh, uh, couple of days, weeks, speculations around, Manchester United around freaking uh, oh, wow. Juventus De, De Leite, around De no no Matias Deli specifically okay. around Barcelona PSG Juve yeah. we hear here yeah,
0: I I heard all kinds of names and I heard it looks like he's names. not going anywhere but well, you know no no he's leaving for sure definitely like they said where up, man I, th- I think he's just gonna go to Barcelona well the thing is that's
1: that's that's what everybody would say he's going to Barcelona because that's what makes more sense for him uh, on a sporting level and all that but the thing is. He's been told that he's not even, like, a guaranteed starter Yo, you, if he goes there. But, yeah, you but you, you know what? I heard, I heard that, man. You, and, and they can't offer... United
0: w- did not want to sign him because they fear that he's going to gain lots of weight because of his, whatever, No, that physical, was... Oh, no. You know,
1: no. No, no, no. That was... Okay. The, the that remember? was a long time ago. That was a long time ago, yeah. Okay. That was before he was okay. even a player at, at Ajax. Okay. Um... Uh, so I mean, obviously that was a horrendous decision, uh, but that was back then. That was like maybe in like okay, 2015, okay, okay. 16 or something. Right, yeah. Right. Um, but uh, so we know that Barcelona cannot pay him more than eight millions a year uh, euros, and we know that if he gets in the team, he, if he, if he signs for Barcelona. He will not automatically start. They have Piqué, they have Langley. Langley yeah. so you know he might start maybe like half half uh, the games. And right now he's not. I in think the he can to.
0: outplay both and start, though. Know. I think
1: he can, but Barcelona uh, there is a there is a unwillingness for, from Barcelona to promise him that, and he thinks that he deserves that. And promise. they will
0: probably need to sell a player at maybe Ovti or something. If, oh yeah, Ovti or if they yeah. really want Umtiti the left needs
1: to go. Yeah, yeah exactly. So that's the thing. And now you you have all kinds of speculation, you know, with, uh, you know, linking Manchester United, saying that, you know, Manchester United have offered uh, 14 million euros, which does not surprise me because that's what we do these days. (laughs) Uh, You know, uh, offered him uh, 14 million euros a year. Uh, Told him that, you know, obviously if if uh, he's bought, he walks straight into the team because, you know, obviously he walks in a lot of the team's defenses in Europe, even though he's 19. Uh, he has shown tremendous leadership uh, uh, leadership uh, capability. So, you, at the same time, what I, my my whole point was that Mino Raiola could be using this Manchester United speculation just as a way for 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 him to put pressure on Barcelona to mm. tell him, hey, look at this guy. This guy, he's really close to Manchester United. And you know what? The Manchester United links they're not they're not fictitious either. They're actually happening for real, for real. Yeah. But Manchester United thinks that they got a player on their hands and that they are about to sign him. Mino Raiola, oh, I don't Monday know what his tactics, yeah, yeah. you know? You're but, right, man. But, but, so that's the thing, like, whenever you hear these speculations, you, you always have to ask, ask yourself, who, in which, in, in, in whose interest uh, is this news coming out for, you know, right? Like, when this news comes out, who, who potentially gains from this news being out? So that's what you always have to ask yourself, and then you work from the top to the bottom. Um, and try to understand it, you know. So my guess is that Saturday basically is going to leave. Um, I think this is a guy who maybe did not really adapt to the English football. Uh, maybe uh, he's unwilling to adapt. Uh, maybe he feels that you know, uh, it's not. It wasn't the right time for him um, to move to a different league. You know, maybe I, he, I ma- he ma- ma- maybe he like misses smoking like the in the stadium. Is not,
0: I, I think he he's feeling like the. The, the club which is Chelsea mm. are not going out of the way to facilitate everything for him to go well mm. um, they're giving him they're giving him some resources and they're saying that's it you know you right. you, you you build your own team you you make your own luck yeah, they're yeah. not you know trying to do the outstanding job of facilitating everything for him which which happened with pep Guardiola when he was a city after the first year where they got rid of the whole Whole squad yeah. and basically bought a new one yeah so uh yeah, yeah no i
1: think it's going i think it's just a matter of when uh so so i am intrigued as well because i don't see i mean like i don't know who chelsea could name as a manager we're talking about you know frank lampard Allegri, but they,
0: can, they can take Allegri. I so early, I, you
1: know what <laughs> I, I think Allegri will go to listen uh, they, on,
0: they only win uh european championships with the uh, italian coaches Champions League, Europa League. Yeah, Caloncello. No. Oh, yeah, Di Matteo, but he's yeah. from Switzerland. Uh, I mean, you know, he's, he's Italian, Italian. Italian, Italian, Italian <laughs> bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they might get a third Italian, Massimo yeah, Allegri, yeah, yeah. and then, uh, you yeah. know, maybe there. Uh, I mean, although he did play for the Nazionale, actually. He is Italian, bro. Come on. Yeah, he is. He is. I mean, you know how it is
1: with the, the, the yeah, people yeah. of Switzerland who are yeah. like a German, Swiss, Italian, French, yeah, French Swiss and all yeah, that. Yeah. 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 Uh, but no I mean I think Allegri could go to uh, Bayern Munich you know because Bayern Munich is a team is a big team in Europe yeah but Europe. Kovac I don't, I don't think
0: he's leaving
1: oh he's leaving he's, you think I think he's leaving oh I, I would put money uh, on it bro he's so I mean th- these things are always so interesting because it's always a domino effect right it's always like it always depends on which team is going to move for who uh, when right like who's going to move first you know yeah. and it's the same thing because you only have a handful of top quality manager, and you have like more teams that are available, you know, so yeah. you have the same thing with Inter Milan, um, who have let go uh, Luciano Spalletti, and they have appointed Conte, Conte, yeah. Conte. Yeah, you know, yeah. Conte, there was also speculation of them returning to Juve, yep. so there's always that, you know, right now, Conte has gone... Spalletti is
0: a little over too man, he can... Yeah, know. but
1: Spalletti stays in Italy, I don't think he goes outside of Italy, okay. right? Okay. Uh, so Conte, he's now at Inter Milan... Uh, AC Milan do, do not have a manager so they're looking for a manager as well Juve uh, are looking for a manager Chelsea are going to be looking for a manager the Brian Munich are looking for a manager um, who else uh, that's it or maybe Arsenal too or, no uh, I don't think so' okay. I don't think so I, I don't think quite yet so
0: maybe Barcelona uh, Barcelona uh, maybe yeah I, I, I know they're saying Valverde is the one but I don't know because the, the thing that is, might... the, the president keeps
1: defending him. Yeah. And as of now, I don't I don't think he wants to get rid of him yet. Mm. Uh, I don't know what type of pressures could happen between now and the end of the summer. I mean, at the same time, I don't know who can come back. I mean, I also don't forget that Jose Mourinho is on the market. Yeah. And he is saying that he's close to joining a club. And I think that things are already right. done, you know? Literally. You could also see, okay. like, what interesting twist that is unlikely, but that I can see happening. And that could actually be good for every party involved. Is that if Barcelona decided to get rid of Ernesto Valverde and PSG decided that, you know what, maybe we want Mourinho? Uh, Mourinho could go to PSG okay. and Thomas Tuchel goes to Barcelona, okay. which I think suits both managers and both teams. Yeah, but I, I don't know, man. Because Tuchel was hired directly yeah, by but Qatar. You- yeah, on, a you, rec- on a recommendation from Xavi. Okay. So Xavi feels that Tuchel is the is the coach who was closest to Guardiola as far as philosophy okay. and who was closest to the Barcelona yeah. DNA, blah, 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 Catalunya, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, hey. interesting summer. Okay. Uh, you know what I mean? We got the Women's World Cup. We got the Copa America. We got the African Cup of Nations. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, the World, uh, whatever European thing. League name. Nations, yeah, whatever bullshit competition. And uh, that's basically it, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, the Premier League is gonna be is gonna be back sooner than than we know it because it's what yeah, August. Totally, so yeah, yeah, August ten, fifteen, yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, yeah. Thank you for tuning in.
1: Yeah. We, Until next time. Peace out. We'll see if we can you know have some interesting topics uh, to cover while uh, yeah yeah know, in
0: the summer we we should we should have a couple episodes here and there man in yeah. the summer so uh, so yeah. Yeah. All right. Peace. Peace Peace out.